was a way to give res show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. Ladies and gentlemen, heels and faces, casual wrestling fans, and all you smart marks, I am Mr. Richie Moon. And I'm Kayfabe AJ. And I'm Kayfabe Focus. And this is Kayfabe Avenue, and this is the Wednesday Night Wars. Thank you for listening. If you don't know how this goes, we break down Wednesday Night Dynamite and NXT Live. Then we go through the five points of war, which who were the MVP of the week? Best match of the week. Most entry. Which match do you want to? Which show do you want to see the most next week? Best storyline and best overall show. With that being said, focus. Give us some rundown, sir. All right. So we start off with NXT. Um, Undisputed Era comes out do a promo. Um, Roddy Strong says that he's gonna um, kick uh, Velveteen Dream's ass. Um, the first match of the night is Jordan Devlin. Versus Leo Rush for the Cruiserweight Championship. A bang of a match. It was a great match. Yeah. Um, I guarantee it. Guarantee um, it. Guarantee it. We had Baby Bell. I mean, not Baby Bell. Jordan Devlin. Stop it. Winning. Yeah, he's <laughs> Stop it. he's saying Baby Bell. Stop. <laughs> I mean, he, Jordan Devlin looks like a it, miniature ver- version, a little bit hairier. Finn Balor, it's it's, it's true. He looks like, he <laughs> he looks like the fake rocking roller. Yeah, the fake. What was the next match? <laughs> All right, so after that, we get a backstage interview with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, which I definitely appreciated for the simple fact that we get to elaborate on who Bigger Deville. I mean, Sonya Deville. I mean, oh, Bigger Deville, Raquel. Oh, that's Sonya Deville. Or, or, Raquel Gonzalez. Or the Raquel Gonzalez. We get to know who she is. She is you know a what? bigger I think doppelganger of Sonya Deville. Yeah. I think... I think bigger okay. Deville. I Nothing think, wrong with that. I think we're going to have to start... She's Bigger know, Deville. Figure out how, how to pronounce these wrestlers' names because we keep on getting them wrong. No, that's <laughs> right. She's Bigger Deville. It's Bigger Deville. She, she, when she first arrived on the scene, we thought it legitimately. That's literally what I said. Was, I said that's Sonya Deville. I was like, oh, it's not. That's Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> Raquel Gonzalez. Who? Mike Jones. Who? Who was that? It's not a so Sonya Deville. That, we have Austin Theory comes out. Tommaso comes out, cuts a promo. Be- Tommaso beats up Austin Theory. Well, it was all right. Beat that boy down. I want to see more from Austin Theory. He's known around the independence a lot, but I didn't really catch too much of his work. So I'm interested to see more uh, Austin Theory. You can go. So we next we have the Grizzled Young Vets defeating with Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. Okay. You know, if you hate Zach Gibbs I and Suzor. I feel like I... Yeah, I did. I, I feel like I saw it, but I didn't see it. Yeah. For some reason, for some reason when he said that match... It just drifted it like, off the radar. Yeah, like, well, did they? Did they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did they really? What they did, though. So afterwards, we have the Roserweights, and hey, they bro. defeated Oni Lorcan and Danny Burton in a great, in a great uh, tag team match. Yeah, good physical match. Really physical. So afterwards, we got... um, Damn, I forgot um who these people are. Oh, yeah, the Forgotten Sons. The Forgotten Sons. Yeah. That, that's still a thing? Wait, hold up. 
They were? Not about Nah, this. dead serious. Yeah. Go ahead, say Go ahead, say What? Look. The bros That's what I'm saying. Defeated Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Uh-huh. And then the Forgotten Sons cut a backstage promo warning the, the UK, UK rosters to stay away from NXT. Oh. That's probably why it was a quick promo segment. Oh, But I'm how did sorry. I completely forget about completely the Forgotten Sons? Yeah. Their gimmick is too fucking good. It is good. So then afterwards, we have Keith Lee squashing Kona Reeves. Now, I'm so happy. I'm so happy this was a squash. And NXT. For some reason, Kona Reeves is just another person that gives me the TJP effect. Oh, my gosh. Like, I just hate his face. I don't want to see him on TV. I I can't stand him. I have no idea. I I can't give you a solid reason. Kona is the finest. Respect him. Hot trash. I feel like Kona is the Rocky Maivia. Of NXT right Trash. now. Trash. And, and, and he's just stuck in Rocky Maivia mode, though. Yeah. He never, like, gets to the rock mode, though. He's just stuck in Rocky Trash. He's always yeah. he's he's pineapple top. Yeah, rock. That, that's that's yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and he just stays there. Yeah, he, he just stays. Okay. He never, yeah. He all right, all right. There. I'll accept that. He's pineapple top rock. I, I, that's horrible. I, that, that's his gimmick. <laughs> pineapple top rock. Yeah, he got squashed most, by Keith Lee. The most electrifying man. That's all we needed to see. I didn't want to see a good match against him and and uh, Keith Lee. Come on. Yeah. So then we got Chelsea Green defeating Caden Carter. And then after that, we have a great match, which is the... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you got you to gotta rewind to Dominic Dijakovic coming out and just making these kind of crazy innuendos about Keith Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they sound like, a little take, off. Take, take it easy. Take it easy. a little off. But it's like basically he wants a, an, uh, he wants a shot at the, at the oh. North. American Championship, the, the, but the way he but the was way he went about it, when he said it, promo, it was like, yo, came off really creepy. Like, yo, yo, and not yes. a good creepy, creepy that you're like creepy dominant. It's not yes. a good like fiend creepy. You need really creepy, bro. You know, look at yeah. Even Velveteen Dream doesn't cut promo. Yeah, yes. facts. And then in the middle of the Caden Carter and Chelsea Green match, freaking Bianca Belair, kind of, uh, Belair West came out there and was just like, uh, uh-uh. uh. See, I'm gonna let y'all finish, but. Charlotte, I'm gonna beat that ass, and then <laughs> left out like in a middle. I really hope she gets inserted into this match. Oh, I really awesome. do. Triple threat awesome. between them would be awesome. Yeah. And to cap off NXT's night, we have Velveteen Dream defeating Roger Strong. I like this match. Velveteen Dream is. You guys kept trying to call out his ring rust. Because yeah, he has ring rust. Because clearly that. he has ring rust. Listen, it was clear Velveteen as day. Dream is. Clearly bad. that nigga was lying. Velveteen Dream. That's good, you see? Yeah. Velveteen Dream. Nah, I can't But nah, the ring rust is real, though. Damn. Nah, I remember this is real. Nah, don't don't hate on my boy Velveteen. At least Green. in the first five minutes, he came man. out with the best use of uh, what's her name, Marissa? Uh, um, no, Marina. Marina, look that I can't even remember her name. Yeah, sure. But sure, sure. the TV. best use of Marina Ever. that I've seen in the entire NXT. And she's not Mother even there. Dream is in like this cloud jumpsuit the entire match. Midway during the match, takes it off. Marina on the front of the tights. Marina on the back of the tights. Marina is Roger Strong's wife. Marina is more over the Mother of been. his children. <laughs> and this is the best use of, they had on her on NXT so far. This is the most so over far. this is the most over she's ever been. And this is a woman that's had matches on NXT, but <laughs> Hey, we digress. And that was NXT's night. Where let's hop over to Wait, wait, wait. Undisputed wow. Era comes out, 
jumps Velveteen Dream at the end oh, yeah. of the show. Oh, yeah. And now we can move on. Oh, yeah. Let's go over to Wednesday Night Dynamite. I'm still posing. Sorry, podcast listeners. Give me at least three seconds of the undisputed era. Sorry, podcast listeners. Let's go to AEW Dynamite. So, the first match we have the tag team Battle Royale. Yes. Now, the biggest thing that comes out of my, in my mind when I think about that Battle Royale was the super kick. Party. To like end all super kicks. Super kick party. Uh, Sammy Guevara. Oh yes. Cleaned them mid air. That was the cell. The cell work. Like this dude's legs was bent back. He looked like a paperclip. <laughs> yeah, it was. A, that was a pretty. Yeah, Matt Matt Jackson at the end went on. So it ended up being Santana and Ortiz versus Matt Jackson basically at the end of the battle royal. I really like the way they did the battle royal. Not both teams. If both teams had to be thrown out, yeah, that was to do good, that. That was a good call right there. And what was really cool is not they had all these other teams and it started rivalry. Next week is going to be Butcher and the Blade versus Best Friends. The Dark Order was out there, and they were said the Exalted One is going to be there soon. Raven was in the crowd, they were kind of teasing that Raven would uh. be the Exalted One. They still kept these plates spinning with other things, and it ended with Private Part. Excuse me, uh, Proud and Powerful versus Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson went on this freaking crazy super kick party. Kick Span is lucky that he's a Spanish guy because if not, he would have died. You know what I'm saying? Because he kicked his freaking head off, and they ended up winning the match for his team. Revolution, Revolution. Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. How do you feel about that, AJ? I mean, it was great. <laughs> I appreciated it. Did you like it? <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah. I, did. Sorry, I definitely man. did. Yeah, you had to do that. I had to do that. So please did. continue on with the review. One of the best dynamites. <laughs> so for the next match, we have the alien Chris Statlander versus Shauna. Boop. That's, that's, that's Dragon Ball Shauna. Yeah. So <laughs> it's basically like alien versus alien. No. Basically. With all the complaints of, of women getting overlooked or people jumping in spots, we're really going to allow these aliens to come out of left field listen. and take up the women's spots yeah. in this division. Listen, let me tell you. Listen, let me check, 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 check. So, you listen. see, the thing is. Uh, 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 a tranny, an alien, a Saiyan, a doctor, a swole little person, and... And couple of anime character Joshi girls walking to a bar. Yeah, you got AEW. <laughs> Team on through. But yeah, it's not fair. <laughs> How is Nyla Rose gonna fight a Super Saiyan and an alien? I mean, she. I mean, Nyla Rose is a beast. This is just not fair. Nyla Rose is a beast. I think we need a uh, alien division in AEW. I'll say this. I'll say this though. Uh, Chris Statlander has really been like. Really be whooping ass. She had a match on Dark that night. She just, ooh, she just abused. Yeah, girl. She, she's growing on me. Yeah. I like her. She, the, I, and, I, and I do want to say that their women's division is starting to, it's like they're like a it's soft. Starting to percolate a little it's bit. It's starting to cultivate a little bit. Things are starting to grow. You know, the cream rises to the top. It's not at the top right now, but the cream is there though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's there. You know what I'm saying? It's but wait, right. it's it's it's, it's, it's ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Things you know are starting to cultivate you know and things are starting to grow. It's not shine, you know what I'm saying? It's not like the Phantom Rolls Royce, you know what I'm saying? But it's getting there, you know what I'm saying? It's like a Cadillac <laughs> right now, you know, we're getting there. Nah. But please continue. Uh, so Nyla Rose comes out, 
have a promo. Big Swole comes out. And, and she Hulk, comes out she definitely Hulk Hogan the shit out of Nyla Rose. Brother! She definitely gave her a good old brother. Yeah, she did give like her three a, times. She did give her a solid brother. Yeah. Yeah, it was a solid brother. I don't know if it was a slip or that was purposely done. Nah, I think I was pretty purposely done. That yeah, was, she, was a solid brother. She, and it was like three, four times. Yeah, like, like six, brother. 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 Alright. So moving on, we have John Moxley. Wait, hold up. Let's not discredit the promo work of Nyla Rose, though. That was a pretty good promo coming off of her Facts. win. That was. The championship. It really and it was, uh, it was a lot of anticipation on what was going to happen, how she was going to react, how the crowd was going to react. Because mm-hmm. it's a lot of backlash the last week with her winning the I championship. Feel, I feel like that one so, promo... I think she held her own. Definitely I did. feel like that one promo was way better than Riho's entire championship run because the, the, the women's division just did like a soft re- it's like a soft reboot with now that Nala Rose is champion like it's a soft reboot you know they have storylines now because you have a champion that can always be there have a champion that can it's a dominant champion you know I feel like this way it should have been the story from the beginning I feel like once again actually AW told the story in reverse it, it should, I feel like Nala Rose should have just lost and Rio should have been a champion because it seems like now now she's available to be there all the time but Another story for another show. Nice so match. moving on, we have the paradigm shift. John Moxley, and and he defeated uh the hitman Jeff Cobb. This is yo. I, I like the way I'll say that they and protected they, they protected Jeff Cobb because Jeff Cobb really just took it to Moxley's entire match. He took like ninety percent of this match, and it happened off a superplex, and then he just it's a real old school move. Forget which. I forget, I think it's a Macho Man Steamboat match where you hit the superplex and then you roll your legs up and catch him in a pin like it's a surprise pin. So, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And then immediately, I mean, immediately, as soon as that happened, the inner circle jumped in. Definitely. And started beating up Mox and Metal Gear Mox. Metal Gear Mox. Metal Gear Big Mox. Boss Mox. Big Boss Mox. So... You have anything to say, AJ? Oh no. man, are we gonna talk about? Are we gonna do? Are you gonna do the segment after this, or you got? You can't. You can't just go to the next one without doing the segment that leads after this. What's the segment that leads after this? What happens with what happened with all this? So after this outbreak, so that you know the inner circle get the get the numbers game, and then Dustin comes out for the save, and then after the guy who thinks, oh yeah, who might have got maybe the biggest pop of the night, Darby, Darby Allen. Allen. I guess Atlanta loves uh, anime skateboarding character guys and. He came out the biggest pop. He came out there. And it was really clever the way he used the skateboard. He came out there and kind of just hit Jericho regular. But, you know, Jake Hager did like the big knee in the nuts. He yeah. put it like right there. So he ended up hitting his knee on it. Jeff Cobb went for the German. Landed on his feet. Then Moxie went over there. Paradigm shift on him. Then he uh, attacked Sammy Guevara and stuff like that. And then he did, during a commercial break, he did the Sammy Guevara. He grabbed the sign. It was like, hey, Sammy. Hit Revolution, hit me up. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna beat you. Da, 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 da. So that was, yeah. that was awesome. But Darby Allen, Darby Allen with a super big pop, super super duper big pop. Yeah, man. he's definitely gonna be a big star in AEW. Yeah. Three four years down the road, the, Darby the Allen. Best years ahead of him. Probably. Yeah, definitely. He's young. Darby Allen's in his twenties. So moving on to the best match of the year. I mean, um, Goodness the AEW Tag Team Championship, Omega Page. Versus the Lucha Brothers. Really cracking match. So I think it's one of the best acting matches ever. That's oh, oh these. It is I one of the best. That's an overreaction. It is one of the best. That is a crazy. This match, I can think easily of probably five tag team matches I think this that match, were miles 
beyond name this match. Name Not name taking name it name away, them. but to say name them taxi matches. Name them. Do it right now. Pick any TLC match. Do it right now. Any Hardy Boys ta- t- I'm taxi match. I've said AEW. In AEW. You said, you don't know. You Clarify said, yourself. You said greatest tag team match ever. I was going AEW. In okay, in AEW, I would I would put the Escalera de la Muerte match that the Bucks had with the Lucha Bros over this. I could see why you Canadian would. Destroyer off the ladder through a table. You're talking Come about on. with just one spot compared to That's one match. That's not just one spot. That whole I'm, match. I'm was not a trying spot to take fest. anything away from that match, but it's just it's a different style. Man, like with, with tables, ladders, and that chairs, of course you can do. Of course you can do tables, ladders, and chairs. Of course you can do more with that. But just like as far as just like just just the tag record, I'd put the four the fatal four way definitely the not. fatal four way tag team match. Nah, definitely not. The Omega Hangman, Pride, uh, Pride and Powerful, the best friends, and SCU. I put no. It wasn't SCU. It was um. The Young Bucks. Yeah. I'd put that match over this match. No. Really? Yeah. No. Yep. I definitely would have. To say this is the great, the greatest tag team match. This is one of them. This is definitely one of, one of this them. This is one of them. This but is one I would have said the greatest. Like, this is top. They this basically is top. took... They basically took... The The reason it was it was a great match was because the, the Lucha Bros actually made you feel like they were going to win. Kenny and Hangman made it seem like they were actually going to win. Which what the suspense was there, so I give you why you so excited about this match, but because it was like a pay per view quality, like in ring, you know, in, like it was, and it was still story, and it was match. still storytelling, it was still because Kenny, because like even but though they're still that, attacked, that's what we Kenny. should, that's pretty much what we should expect out of, out of this was pretty much a co main event. Yeah. It, was, it, it definitely was a co main event because yeah. you know either match could have been the main event. This match was. Like you know, it was so great. It showed it showed that 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 Omega Page could be uh, a contender in their own right as a tag team. Cause, They've you know, been showing they, that they, 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 they're they're recent. They're a recent tag team. You know, so you know, really solidified that you know that you know they're actually they're actually yeah. But I think team. they've been ever since they started pulling off the the V trigger. What's I mean. It? What's I mean, they are the, they are the, they are the tag team champion, the Buckshot V Trigger. The Buckshot V Trigger. I mean, Ever since they started doing that, they already had previous matches together as teaming up, not necessarily as a tag team, but they gel, they I, make I, it work. I see what folks. I'm not mean. taking nothing away from this match at all. It was a great match and definitely one of the best so far in AEW. But you know, I still think we have a lot more to go, and I think. Even previously, there was there was better taxi matches, you but know this what? was definitely great. You know what? I'm gonna get Jim Cornette mad at me. This match is on the level of Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair. <laughs> okay, you, you went next level with it. So let's move on. So the main event is a steel cage match, mind you, the first ever steel cage match. I was looking forward to what this what this steel cage match looked like, what this steel cage, you know, in. Looked like a mini Hell in a Cell. Shout out to EA for that, <laughs> that yeah. uh, comparison. But it it did. It looked like a, a mini Hell in a Cell. There's no... Uh, it's not like... There's no space around it. But not, it does hit the floor. Yeah. But they put like a little bit of space in between. Like you can still like climb like through the ropes. It's like... It's yeah, not, like, you right can climb through the ropes. ropes. It's like, like somebody could... um. 
The cage is there's no ceiling, but the cage looks does resemble down in the south. It's really tall. It was very yeah, it's very high. tall. It's high. I was I was hoping that there would be weapons in the cage. Why? Yeah, there was no cage. That's very WCW. Listen, first of all, he's surrounded by metal. You know Cody was gonna bust his his head open, which he did, which is becoming like a staple of all his matches. Now, the highlight of this match was supposed to be the fact that this was also Wardlow's debut match. Yeah. So we had two debuts in, in, in yeah. AEW tonight. I feel like it kind of fell flat for me as far as Wardlow goes. I wanted to see a lot more than what he gave. Now, the biggest spot he gave me that I kind of was impressed with was the senton off of the turnbuckle. But other than that, I felt like he was just a regular big man and probably still needed work until he he did that sense on. I mean, he did he, he did a pretty good job for, you know, his first match. I feel like he did what he was supposed to do. But there was a clear story to be told in this match and that was Yeah, he, but that you, is what he was I don't to I, do. the thing is AEW is was very lacking in big men. So Warlow was actually one of the first big men introduced into AEW. So, yeah. you know, I had a lot of expectation as far as what he was going to bring to the table. I feel like he has potential, but I didn't really... If this was the match that would have said, all right, this was make or break, if Warlow, you know, pass a, or succeed or failed in this match, he wouldn't move on or some shit, I don't think I would give him a pass for this match. It was mostly Cody taking ass whooping and holding this match together. I I don't even think this cage match was necessarily I mean, even that good. That was the best spot. The, the best spot the was the it was the, the story of it. Yeah. But I don't think it was necessarily a good cage match. Doesn't yeah. help they went to commercial like you said uh, previously when we talked about this. Mm-hmm. And the biggest two spots in the entire match was Warlow Santon and Cody diving off the turnbuckle for the win. I mean, dive, diving off the top of the cage for the win. Uh, Big drop. Broke his toe. I, I feel like this match did what exactly what it was supposed to do. I mean, what? everybody knew going in, Cody was going to win to get to MJF. Yeah. yeah so that was kind of deflating this, as this, well. This was about the deck, but I don't feel like it's deflated because AEW is very predictable in a good way. It's not about the destination. We all knew from the beginning when MJF made the stipulations that he was going to get there. It's about just seeing how he gets there. We all knew that he was going to win. It's just seeing the journey. It's about the journey in this one, not really about the destination. I, I, I definitely yeah, but when you, I understand when you put, what you're, you what you're a, saying. When you mix in a debut, and mm-hmm. then you mix in a debut of a big guy, which they're lacking, he needed to show more of what he can do and it focus less on what Cody's doing. He Cody's story should have been have secondary to what's going on in the ring. Everything surrounding the match, understood, is story-wise. But everything going on in the ring should have been Warlow showing what he can actually do, what he can accomplish, his power level, I don't feel like that came across. I feel like we could. I feel like Warlow definitely could have showed some more moves in his arsenal. Sucks that it went to a big ad break during it. He got busted open during it. A couple of things happened that we didn't see. But yeah, like you know, he just did even that though they, they replayed how he got busted open, it was just him banging his head on the on the cell. Yeah, he so, was doing typical like typical stuff when you do when you do in a cage, but he didn't showcase any like. Big necessary ta- necessary like talent or skill. Uh, he did show that he's a big man that can also fly. You know what? He de- you know what? So like I said, I give him credit for that. But I want to see more from Warlow before I make a, a decision on is he the next big you guy? You know what? He 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 needs that it factor. 
That's what he's that missing too. Factor. I feel that. I feel that too. He's definitely missing an it factor. I don't feel even when he's in the ring with MJF, he's secondary. He's not imposing. When you have Batista coming up, Batista was imposing even silent. Once you, once you knew the big guy was involved, you knew it was a problem. When MJF is in the ring, he's still in danger. Having Wardlow in his corner. Every time Wardlow's in a situation that MJF is, is about to get attacked or somebody's approaching him, Wardlow kind of fades away. He fades into the yeah, back. He step up the and that's not should. what a big man's supposed to yeah, be he about. Does, he doesn't step up. Like, nobody should even be able to get in the MJF's face. Exactly. So, like, yeah. and, and Warlow needs a lot of a lot of work. You know, I, I knew... Security training. We knew we was going to get to Revolution with Cody versus MJF. That was a given. But I would have liked this to showcase more what, who Warlow is and what Warlow could do in that ring. Cody should have won in a way that it was a miracle... Somebody interfered, or not not just a backflip off I, the top. I honestly think they protected Wardlow because even because Wardlow <laughs> took like like almost ninety percent of this match. Then he tried to cheat, and then he ended up catching the the diamond ring, punching Wardlow with the hit him with the crossroads. He still kicked out of that. Then he had to go all the way up to the top of the cage to hit the backflip off that to get to the one two three. So I feel like Wardlow was protected, and I also agree with you that. It's Wardlow should have showed more, more, more moves in his. Yeah, arsenal, I didn't, I didn't you know say, I didn't say that he, but, he does. But, he looks I feel, but I feel like the protect, but I feel like the protect this. Him, I'm just saying yeah. he didn't showcase. He yeah. didn't really showcase. They could have. They could have. I, mean, I, I agree. I agree with that. But I feel like they, I feel like they, they protected him though because because so, they had to do all that just to get the victory. You know. So l- let's move on to the five points award. Let, yep. You want to run that down again for them? No, nah, they got it. We'll, we'll go through. We'll go do through. They? Do they? They will. They will. So let's start off with the MVP. Who do you think the MVP between the two shows were? MVP of the week, I give it to Cody Rhodes because of the storyline progress and maybe his eventual retribution. Uh, big crowd, big city. He was definitely um, one of the big reactions of the night. So I give it to Cody. Yeah, that was, was hometown. Focus about your. I'm going to give it to the person that put, como se dice, yeehaw, in Adam Page's um That is like, entrance. you know what? That, Hilarious. The person who's in charge of AEW's uh, templates when people come out. Yeah. They, 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 the They're the MVP. That they say, They're the forever MVP. They're definitely a forever MVP. They're the forever MVP. I'm going to go with, I'm also going to go with Cody because he is the best baby face in the game. The first cage match. The promo he cut after, I know it I just of, want Cody to stop cutting himself open every other match. I know it doesn't count because his because like it was after he's, he's the new McFoley. It was it was after. No, he's the new Dustin. Um, it's a hard time, baby. I know it was after Dynamite, so necessarily doesn't count. But the promo that he cut after, you should really just go out your way to watch. It's just you know, it's good. It's good shit, pal. It's 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 good shit. It's good, 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 so good shit. So MVP goes to AEW for the week. Yep. So let's get to the best match of the week. Focus. Who you got for best match of the week? Lucha Brothers versus Omega Page. I agree. I agree too. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. 
I really think that this was going to be a sweep this week. Uh, we'll see if NXT shout can out one to, out. Shout out to NXT with Leo Rush versus Jordan Devlin. Yeah. That was a great match. Yeah, I definitely did. I definitely did appreciate that match. What about yeah. Keith Lee versus Kona Reeves? That was, was a quick squash match. That was a squash match. So, uh, yeah. Electrifying man and NXT. Chill, chill, chill. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, so that's 2-0 AEW. Let's get on to the most intrigue, the storyline of the night. Which, What, what was the best storyline? I have to give that line? personally to Velveteen Dream Roddy because mm. I've been waiting for that for two mm. weeks already. And the fact that he's so, being so disrespectful with Mariana, his tight for family, and getting under Roger Strong you know, skin the way he is. Not only that, I've been waiting for a character like Velveteen Dream to be back on NXT and give NXT that much needed, you know, injection of comedy and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to what's going to happen with him and Undisputed Era, who's going to come to his defense. Maybe it's going to be uh, him, you know, maybe maybe this will be a crazy grudge match, turns into a last man standing type of thing, or maybe he gets people to rally against Fish and... Uh, Maybe the bros ways to step in. Who knows? Maybe. What about you, folks? What do you think was the best storyline of the night? The best storyline of the night was um, Omega Page and the Young Bucks. They their story. <laughs> I, I like their story. I love the way their storyline spins and just keeps going and keep going, even though it's subtle. It's still like really out there. I feel like it's re- it's, it's relatable. That's why everybody kind of gets it. It's just relatable. It's kind of a friends fighting but i am actually the the storyline that had me it was it was the cage match with cody and warlow because they've been building this up for weeks have they they've been building this up for like a month that this cage match is gonna happen it was the first cage match at AEW. i like the look was the match was the match everything it could have been no but i like the fact i like first the, the match it looked badass the video package they did for it was badass the build up for it was badass they made it seem like it was important they presented it like it was important you know what that means it's important was it it was so AEW wins that again and I mean AEW's won the night so far let's see if they take the sweep um AJ claimed that there has been a sweep before. I disagree. There has not yeah, been a sweep before. I do not remember. I do not remember AEW ever taking every single category. You gotta go back and because NXT, your own because NXT constant NXT nine times out of the ten NXT nine and a half out of ten times takes best match of the night. Even if they lose every other category, they usually always take best right, well, match. That of the was night. MVP match that, and that's story. That's why I do that. Let's uh let's do what was that was yes the MVP the storyline the best match of the night what show are you looking forward to seeing the most next week That's got to be AEW for the simple fact we get the Pac uh Kenny blowout match we get um Le Champion and Metal Gear Mox yeah, and the weigh in we get we got the weigh in between the between them um I mean, honestly, I was A-W. once you yeah. said once 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 the Omega once Omega 
It's gonna be ah, a thirty man, 30, Iron man 30 minute Iron Man. Match. That's gonna be a great match. I was already so yeah, I was like, oh that's yeah. it. That's that's the match I want to see. Like that's really what I'm looking forward to for Dynamite next week. Like I'm tuning in for that. I mean I'm gonna obviously enjoy the rest of the show, but I'm tuning in specifically. The thing is for NXT right now has to step up as far as the rivalries leading into uh takeover. They're used Tampa. to they're used to riding this wave of after they come off the takeovers they can, can kind yeah, of yeah that's the thing we we just came off of their takeover that's so why it's kind of they're cool still down. they they cool down right now and right now the only place that is spinning is the NXT championship but, but AEW has shown that you can come because they have the same pay per view schedule as them that you can come off a pay per view and still be hot. Like immediately built, like immediate, like I remember them coming off uh, full gear, and they immediately started building new storylines. Like, like that night was everything was about building, and everything for like those first two three weeks was just everything was building to essentially where we're at now. Like the plates, the seeds were being planted. Yeah, that's true. For but they definitely don't have the same pay per view schedule. NXT, the, qu- the quarterly pay per views? No, NXT's not quarterly anymore. NXT just came off of the three pay per views in a row just now. Oh yeah, because yeah. I do the worlds collide. Oh, they did the World's Collide, the Takeover. Their own Takeover. They were at uh, yeah, Royal Rumble. the Rumble. Oh, yeah. So they, they've been pulling a lot of... A lot, and, uh, a lot of... That's why I'm saying... They reviews. Not only that, put some NXT stars are playing double duty on other on other yeah. shows. Running themselves a bit too thin, if you ask me, but sometimes. I mean, there's Shout out like to them that do it, though. People. Shout out to them that do it, though. So, but look at, look at those three pay-per-views, though. Probably the hottest pay-per-views... This whole year so far. Portland was one of the best pay-per-views. And if we get to loop in a year's worth of time, probably the best pay-per-view, three pay-per-views consecutively in a long time. Yeah, it was good. some good-ass work, pal. So, best show. overall show, I guess, you know, like, I, I would love, listen, man, I really never remember AEW ever taking a full they sweep. Did. They, they did. It was did. before Full Gear. It took a full sweep? Yes. All right, if you say so. I guarantee. I edit the shows. I, I, I definitely know. It took a full we did, sweep. We did a full sweep for sure. I guess. AEW takes a full sweep this week. And, you know, usually there's some arguing points. I really feel like there is no arguing. AEW is just... NXT just, NXT just kind of fell flat. And then... It was a weird show. The Velveteen Dream Match, you know, I got to agree. He... he it, it was a little lackluster for what it should have been. Yeah, his return was just like You know, that. it was a couple sloppy moments in there. I don't think that should have necessarily the first been the five, The first five minutes were sloppy. That's what bothered me. It wasn't like just one or two sequences. That first five minutes was just not yeah, good. Yeah, a lot of it was mind games, too. And that storyline is going to continue. We have a lot I, more to go. Absolutely. Steam coming from that. So, Maybe. you know, it just... Like we said, NXT is just cooling down off of these pay-per-view stretch. Now they got maybe, what, like a month and a half until WrestleMania weekend for the next TakeOver. So, you know, they'll build steam again. They definitely will. And and AEW has definitely been on a roll, got to admit. Their their momentum is ever ever since 2020. Ever since they've had their first... You know, people didn't like the way the Dark Order show, but ever since then... They have been like roaring with a vengeance. Every show from twenty twenty has really been pretty, pretty, pretty hot. They they put on their best stuff in twenty twenty so far. I definitely think we've seen the best Wednesday night dynamites in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially with the rank system finally making sense and a lot of storylines. You know what? I'm actually gonna call, I'm actually gonna call them out for not making sense. So the tag team battle royal actually doesn't make sense if you have a ranking system. 
makes no sense if you really think about it. it makes no sense. Like, Why? Because you have a taxi. If you have a ranking system, you're gonna have number one contender. But you have a taxi battle royal. Whoever wins that is number one contender. What does it matter? Yeah. But that's true. But you see, now I take my credit there, away. I mean, from no. the ranking system. No, no, it does. You though. just prove how it doesn't make sense. No, Again. it does though. It does though. It, 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 you know what it is? It's wrestling. It's wrestling how? logic. How? It does. Be, it, it does. It does because it's wrestling logic. The rules, it, it makes sense when it's convenient for the story. It, I, in every other sense. Okay, that's wrestling the, logic. For the heavyweights. But their ranking system is based on a sports-style presentation. I know, but... but which the, is what they kind of promised us. For the women's... That's not... For the not working. For the women's and the men's... For, for the men's and the women's, their, their ranking style, it's working. For the tag team, this one thing, it just... It doesn't. But, the, one, but, the, it but these are the... These are the kind of coincidences and moments... Of what I was complaining before, I completely went oblivious to that to that even point. But it's true. So you're telling me a team that was in the battle royal that probably hasn't won any matches, ranked maybe five or six, wins and they could become number one contender. Yeah, that makes no sense in the rank system jumping up over other tag teams. And if you really think about it, the only tag teams that really should have been in that match are SCU, CU, the Bucks. But it makes. And who else well, really? Not, I mean, that's that's yeah, one. Bros. That's that's one. That's Lucha Bros. First, that's a one. For well, one the reason why it, well, it makes sense because you get everybody in there, and that's another first time ever that they ever did that. And it's a way just to build the story better. It's a better way. Yeah, to get that's to, cool. It's a better way to get the but story. But you right. contradict yourself, and this is what I was t- saying. What was wrong with the ranking system before? Because they get into these contradict contradictions through storyline, which is what happened with John Moxley. Even have why did he have to re earn his number one contendership and his match at Revolution? Because he's Pac was, less Pac was, Pac was because the rank system Pac restarted. Was, yeah, Pac was challenging him for for his number one contendership, but 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 according to the rankings, John Mockley already had the wins to be the number one contender. Exactly, but Pac was challenging him for that. The champion. How can you ch- challenge somebody for a number one contender? I mean, in UFC, this happens jump too. up ranks. The number one contender doesn't always get the title shot. Sometimes the number two title guy does get the title shot. Because it also depends on, even in legit sport, it depends on... Yeah, but that's, di- the, that's the, different. Because that number, depends on contracts and money. Yeah, because it, 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 it was hot. Because it's the same thing in boxing. But Mayweather could fight the number one in the world if he wanted to. But he'll take the number two guy because he's about to make more money off of it. But sometimes that's different. Wrestling sometimes, is not sometimes that way. the number two guy is hotter. Like this, he's more talk of the town. Like the number one guy, he has more wins. But the number two guy is hotter. He's more over. So it's like, yeah, that's where the money matches. Well, let's go with that. Yeah, oh, that's such good. I shit. feel like that's kind of what they lean on too. But there, there's holes. There's holes with their ranking system. I feel like it works sometimes, and sometimes they book themselves in situations where it's just like, like they did. So that's why it makes no sense to have it. Well, you have why even system. why even cover the 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 way you book by having the ranking system? Just eliminate the ranking system. I don't think and then sh- and then should. you don't ever have to book plot holes. I don't think I don't I don't think it does because that I, was my point. I don't, I don't I think I don't think they should. Sometimes they're gonna get into situations that storyline. It makes no sense why two people met up. But and I but I feel but like the, I feel like the ranking system works more than it doesn't. That's why. Then they will have to keep mentioning. Oh, by the way, this affects. This is an unranked match. That's the only way. Yeah, they don't really do too. They many, don't uh, ever say something's unranked. And, and the only thing that are unranked that, is the unsanctioned. Those are the only things that are unranked. And on top of that, you make you make all the other wrestlers who are not on the list look like dumbasses. Because you know, think about Sean Spears or Joey Janela, or or um. Who else? Or uh, Jimmy Havoc. They're not on the list. 
So, you know... They don't even rank... They don't even... Like, when they have the rankings, they don't put, like, past the top five. Exactly. They don't even put up past the top so five. So, it's basically, there's just the afterthought. Because there's no mid-card division. Basically. But we could talk about this all day. Can that's we? for sure. Yeah, we can. And we, we can. can stretch. But even if there was a mid-card division, we always have to have somebody in the company that takes the... This is in every company. Somebody has to take the losses. Right, but that's the bottom of the ranking of your division. Yeah, like somebody but has to But when you're losses. at the bottom of the ranking of your division to the point that you're not even in the ranking... But they only show the first five, though. They only show the top five. I mean, anybody, any division but that's my, the top five. No, no. WWE has like a top ten of, but we're talking about AEW though. Do. They only do the, they only show their top five. They don't but go that's past they them. have enough the people in different divisions. Mm-hmm. When everybody shoved into either a tag team division or a heavyweight division, you're not spotlighting everybody. Nope. But with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, Richie, where can they find you? They can find me at that's my line. That's, that's what they can find line. me at. That's what they that's can find me at. That's my line, all right? That's my line, pal. That's my line, all right? That's my line. You can find me at, at Mr. Richard Moon. You can find me at Kayfabe Avenue. At, AJ, where can I find you at? At Kayfabe underscore AJ and at the Chaotic Dreams podcast. What you talking about on there? And then the- Any and everything, you you name it, I'll probably talk about it. That shit. Right. And shit. Right. Goddamn shit. <laughs> and they can find me at kfabe underscore focus on instagram and stay focused on the youtube where you see me do other stuff like video games and shit and, and shit. shit so we have a youtube page like share and subscribe we are on the facebook join our facebook group kfabe avenue we are on all major podcast platforms whatever you listen to with that being said, that was Kayfabe Focus. Well, that was Kayfabe AJ. I am Mr. Richie Moon. Are this you? was Wednesday Night Dynamite. Kenny, take us home. <laughs> and good night. Bad. That's my one.